This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, uh, where the Voice of Truth broadcast goes out every Sunday over about 40 stations. I wish you'd write me and get a log of all of those stations. The late Pastor L.R. Shelton, we air in his broadcast. He was a pastor and the founder of this work and went home to be with the Lord many years ago. But we're still airing his, the gospel. It's the gospel. You know, it's just as fresh today as it was back then. But now this is the old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Uh, bringing you the, the old trailblazer. Pastor Shelton started this broadcast back in the early 50s. He was an old trailblazer. He was an old country boy like me, raised on a farm up there in North Louisiana somewhere. And uh, But I praise the Lord for this little broadcast. We're looking now uh, what all is included in salvation, in the gospel, after so many weeks of looking at divine healing, true and false, and it's all tied together. But listen, we were looking there in our last study about the forgiveness of sin. When an individual comes to know the Lord as the one who died in his place, after having been shown his sin, after having taken his place as a poor old sinner, then with one stroke, God forgives all of our sin. That's what we were talking about, the forgiveness of sin. And we have a song here, My Sins Are Gone. I'm going to see if I can find it. Maybe in our next message, I'll play it for you. We have nine CDs of our Relate Choir, and some folks are ordering them. But if you'd like to do that, you write me. I'll send you a title list of all of the songs and $5 a piece. But, but when, the, when that individual comes to see himself, the Lord, with one stroke, with one wave of the hand, you and I would say, forgives us of all of our sin. I told you about the little young Sunday school teacher. Had a class of boys about eight, nine years old back there in the Sunday school room one morning. And he was kind of uh, having a little fun with them. And he said, boys, I only asked y'all a question this morning. What is it that God can't see? And they kind of looked at each other, you know, two or three of them up on the front row. They looked around, kind of scratching their head. Little old fella out in the back, on the way back on the back row. He raised up his little old scrawny arm. He said, Mr. Preacher, Mr. Teacher, he can't see my sins out of the blood. Like he broke up the class. Young teacher didn't know what to say. Oh, my friend, where are your sins? Are, you, are they still on your back? If you're not saved, they are. Did you know if you're not saved, you're responsible for your sins and you're going to pay for them? Every sin has to be paid for. You owe a sin debt, my friend, if you're not saved. And that sin debt will be paid either by the death, burial, and resurrection of our blessed Lord or by your spending eternity separated from God. Separated from God. Isn't that enough to scare you to death, believer? that the Lord jerked you out of that thing and kept you from going to hell. So let me ask you folks out there. Many of you, I know folks tune in, you know, they just run across a dial looking for something. Maybe old trucker, old 18-wheeler hauling a load of cows down the road out there somewhere in Nebraska. And uh, running across a dial there, and you hear the old trailblazer. Where, 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 where are your sins at? Where are your sins at today? Where are they today, sinner, trucker? Where are they? Oh, Mr. Trucker, think about your soul, would you? When you get to the next way station, pull over there on the parking lot and ask the Lord to open your heart, let you see where your sins are. My sins are under the blood. Now, when the, when the Lord saves that sinner, washes away all of his sins, they're blotted out. Blotted out out of the book of remembrance. Did you know it's a book uh, kept in heaven of every every activity that you ever participate in, you say, oh, you're an old cook, trailblazer. Can't know such a thing. You know anything about a computer? 
They tell me they can put enough information on a chip, big as your little fingernail, that would uh, do do anything. I mean, we, we, you know, it blows my mind. It does. I, I, I just had to stop and think about it. But back there during the, during the Iraq war, in the early beginnings, I was listening to the news and watching news, and they have what they call a smart bomb. The Army and Navy and all those people have all this military equipment, and it's a, they call it a smart bomb. And they can put that smart bomb down a chimney stack. They can target that house with a chimney on it and send that bomb down into that chimney to blow that house up. Now, my friend, and this is from miles high above this, up in the sky from an airplane. You think man can make all that and God don't have a record of your sin? The Bible says the books are going to be open. Every, every, every deed that you ever did is going to come before you. Oh, my friend, listen. And it says another book will be open, which is a book of life. We'll talk about that maybe in our next study. But listen, the sinner finds grace in the eyes of the Lord. He's forgiven. Now, the reason that God can forgive a sinner of all of his sins is because Christ died for him and Christ paid the price for those sins in his body on the tree. Now, you think, oh, that's foolish. Listen, friend, don't do that. Don't do that. Ask the Lord to give you grace to look to the Lord. You, you, you're going to die one day. Did you know that? The, the scripture says, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. You know, folks make fun of the old trailblazer. They call me a hellfire, damnation preacher. They call me all kind of things. But my friend, all I'm doing is warning you to flee from the wrath to come. That's what I'm doing, warning you, just like those two angels did. Old Lot and his family, they went there to Sodom that night and, uh, and, and, and stayed all night. Caused them uh, folks outside to go blind cause, so they couldn't find the door. Wasn't nothing but a bunch of homosexuals out there trying to get in. I don't, a lot of things I don't understand. Old Lot even offered them his daughter, but they didn't, have, they didn't want his daughter. They wanted him. Oh, and they wanted those two angels that was in there. But the angels blinded them so they couldn't find the door. And the next morning, Lot and his two daughters and his wife, the angels took them by the hand and led them out of the city, warned them to flee. And that's what the old trailblazer's doing. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm attempting to do. We read over there the story of the man who gave the invitation to his son's wedding and invite all those folks to come. One group said, uh, tell, tell the king, Tell him, man, I can't come. I bought a yoke of oxen, and I got to go see about them. The next man said, ask, pray I be excused. I bought a piece of land over there somewhere on the coast. I want to go make sure it's all right. And the third group said, sorry, sorry. I married a wife, and we got, I got to go. So the king was wroth, and he told the servants, go out in the highways and the hedges, and, and invite them down and out and the drunkards and the harlots and he did and they came back and they said all that's been done we still got room he said go out there and compel them to come in and I tell my folks here that's what I am a compeller and I ask the Lord on a daily basis Lord give me grace to compel my folks to come in my family my children my grandchildren my radio audience those whom I have accepted the responsibility of bringing the gospel to him, to him, make me a compeller, Lord, 
just just make me a compeller. Give me grace to be a compeller. That's all I want to be. I I don't want I don't want anything except to honor and and glorify my blessed Lord. And those fellows were compellers. I don't know if that's a good word or not. But but give me grace to to do like the angels did Lot. They they took them by the hand. They took old Lot by the hand and those two girls and their wife. And they went outside the city, out from my under the destruction. And they said, now, don't look back. Don't look back. I tell you, sinner, don't look back. Nothing back there to look through. Nothing but judgment and hell. And they got outside the city. And Miss Lot looked back. She looked back. Do you know why she looked back? She loved that nightlife. She loved the activity of Sodom. Oh, my friend, she turned to a pillar of salt. They tell me it's still there. I don't know and I don't care. But they tell me it is. I, 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 I don't want to see it. I never want to see it because it reminds me of just judgment, my friend. But listen, Christ died, paid that price for you and me. Now, that's the truth, isn't it? Isn't that a great truth? Isn't that enough to chew on today? Did you ever do that? Just get a hold of a truth. That's the reason we have here in, in that bookstore. We have what we call devotions, morning and evening by Spurgeon and Dr. Dehan and Horatius Bonar and Eagle's Wing. We have all of those. If you'd like to have some, you write me and I'll send you a list of them. But what you do in the morning, you get up, get a minute or two quiet before you head off to work. And it's a every day. You've got a portion of scripture every day and a little commentary. And you take that and go with it all day long, and then you chew on it. You ever see cows grazing in the pasture? They go out there, and they eat, and they eat, and eat, and the grass, and the hay. After a while, you'll see them all over there under a tree laying down. What are they doing? They sleeping? No. No. They chew, and they could. They do. The Lord made it where they bring that back up and chew on it. Bring it back up and chew on it. That's what we can do with, with, the, with God's Word. Take a verse of scripture. Would you would you set out to read the Bible? I, I, don't, I don't recommend that you read, 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 but take a portion. Take a portion. If it's nothing but John 3.16 or uh, Isaiah 1.18 or Ezekiel 36.26, take, take some of those verses and uh, every morning get you one of these devotions and read them. And then all day long you can... Bring that back up and chew on it when you get a spare moment from your work. I don't never advocate a man laying down on the job, no, sir, because we, we, that'd be robbing God, robbing your employer if you're doing that. And uh, that's one of the things we're having so much trouble with today. We got workforce that's not very dedicated to the job. But, my friend, I, I understand that. That's all, that's all in God's economy, and the Lord will have to take charge of all those things. But you can bring those things back up and chew on them and uh, get another, get another uh, uh, refreshing out of it. And uh, if you do that, I appreciate it. I believe it will be a blessing to you. Then we've also been advertising Pastor Shelton's book, uh, Demon Possession, about a 100-page paperback. And we sell it $350. I recommend it highly. If you don't enjoy it, don't appreciate it, you, you let me know. I'll send you money back. and You can keep the book and give it to somebody else. But uh, that's how much I appreciate it. But this is the old trailblazer. I, I want you to rem keep remembering me in prayer. We're coming down to the end of this study on uh, divine healing. The old trailblazer is kind of weary. And many of you know I'm getting on up there. And uh, 
I feel pretty good today, tonight, and uh, I'm going on. I told someone the other day I had a whole lot rather burn out than I had to rust out. Yeah, that's a good saying, isn't it? I didn't think it up. Somebody else did, but I heard it, and I thought it was a good statement. But we're going to go on day by day, me and old Dan riding out. Get up, Dan. Come on now. We've got to head back to the barn, and maybe maybe be a good, clean bale of hay there for you when we get there. And Mama might have some supper on the table by the time we get back there. And won't that be good? You ever thank the Lord for just just a, 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 a good living, folks? Good house, good family, good wife, good children. I do. I thank the Lord for them all the time. So remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you.